Ow. Can y'all hear me? My check. Five, seven, three, four. Oh, we's recording. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Me, 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 me. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Good evening, everyone. Um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to my podcast tonight, to Singly Gay. Um, tonight is very special and interesting. I'm sitting here with one of my other good friends, one of my lovely special guests. You know, amen, one of my Jews. Come through. Um, I'm here with Mr. Harry Hardaway. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Hey, what up, y'all? You know, yes, yes. So, um, guys, tonight is definitely going to be um, a topic that, you know, I've always thought about but never had the opportunity to discuss because, you know, like I said, um, my platform is to talk about things that people really don't want to talk about. And um, so tonight's conversation is really about spirituality and physically not in tuned. Come through. I love it. This title. I'm just saying, you know, spiritually and physically, sometimes you can be one with thyself and sometimes you can't. And this is the time of the year where people try to get physically in tune and make their... Um, what is it? New Year resolutions. Exactly. Talk about some New Year, New Me. That right there. Please, we need to <laughs> we need to remove that statement because I come to realize that it does be a new year. Now, new you. Somebody lying. <laughs> I just want y'all to know <laughs> that somebody is lying. <laughs> I thank you for the acronym, <laughs> but it's never a new you. It's just another day. Say that. Don't say new me. Say new year, another day. Boom. We're going to start it in 2020. Post-COVID, pre-COVID, and post-COVID. Yes. In 2021. Hallelujah. So, you know. <laughs> hey, Mr. Harry, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing fabulous, darling. How are you? I am doing really well, and I'm so happy to see you. I'm... We masked up over here. Okay, because y'all know it's COVID time. We, yes. we, we ain't even six distance and we 16 feet distance <laughs> in this mug, okay? But I'm very happy to see you. I um, and was thinking about you, and so I was like, hey, let me be circa 1985 and, Boom. and hit you up and be like, yo, I'm going to come through and <laughs> ring a doorbell, not text. I rang the doorbell. Exactly, because you know, some of y'all girls don't know how to ring a doorbell. You would text me and say, I know I said I was on my way over, but I'm outside. I'm like, so you, you scared to walk on the porch? Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all know. Already. But um, but anyway, yeah, you know, we wanted to talk to y'all about spirituality and physically. We talking about body. Body, yaddy, 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 Hey. <laughs> you know, because sometimes people tend to forget that, you know, um, I think as much as you live your life and you live, you learn, and you grow. Um, physical appearance is everything. Um, spirit, spiritual, not just to everybody else, but, but yeah. to you. Yes, it has you to, but it has yourself. to be to you because you have to like what you see in the mirror. Yes, and let's be real, some people don't like what they see. Been through it, been there. Okay, so you know, um, also very being spiritual. A lot of people are not spiritual. Mm-hmm. If you are not, that's fine. I'm not judging you. Somebody else does that. It just won't be me. Um, you know. We live our life different, so we believe in different. Um, but back to the physicality of things. I'm trying to understand, you know, uh, one of the things that I really, really hate when it comes to the gay community is the whole no fat, no fems. Now that. They can say it so much to make you think that they don't like it, but it's just what's there. They want to say that to be cool. 
But so they, you're saying that they secretly like the big man. Not just secretly. People are attracted to it. It's just that it's not that they're allowed to be attracted to it. Like we were saying before, like you can be in, in the church and, you know, it's all oh, we don't want no big women. You need to lose weight or whatever. But those are the ones that make you feel comfortable, make you feel loved and not say other women don't. But you'd like to see that. But Some men like a big mama. That's but, it. Hey, you know what they say? Thick is in, child. If I'm going to be warm during the winter time, you get you a thick person, not a skinny person. Listen. But I just kind of want to know, like, where did it even, where did it all stem from? Like, how do we get onto this whole, like, I can't be or see myself walking next to a big person. Like, if you big and you next to me, like, you just, like, I just, how did it even become a thing? You know, I think that it is culturally for the LGBT community, there is a thing. Um, We ignore the fact that there are eating disorders like bulimia and anorexia for men and women. Um, We only think that it comes with women. Um, But, you know, there are mental health disorders that prevent us because of uh, what the triggers are and the side effects, not side effects, but what, um, how you feel when you are suffering from those. Maybe you don't eat, maybe you overeat. Maybe there's many different things that have to do with the psychosis around this idea of the body image. Mm -hmm. How you've been trained to think what is pretty, what is not pretty. And I just want people to get back to what makes them feel good and what makes them um, love. Because that's what matters. And that's absolutely true, but we have to keep in mind, um, people don't know how to love, right? Um, Some people wasn't taught how to love. True. Um, You have, you know, people's upbringing where that they have been very um, mentally abused, to say. True. So if you have someone that is constantly attacking your appearance, or attacking like nobody's gonna love you because you look like this type of person instead of this type of person. Um, you know that can very be damaging to us, especially when you're young. Yeah, true. So like I see like you know very true. You have kids these days. If I can't fit in the sample size, then I'm just not like. Gosh, they don't feel like they should live. They should not be alive. I mean, listen to this cancel culture where kids are just like, oh, why don't you just go kill yourself? And it's like, bro, that's not cool. Like, when when did that become cool to just be like, go kill yourself? Even if you're joking, it's like... But even still, like, you can't joke about something like that. Because you... Because in the past, especially when social media started getting very abroad and a lot bigger, mm-hmm. um, you come to find people that really, they kill themselves over social media content and comments and what people say about them. And, you know, and not really thinking, like, these people really don't know me. I don't hang out with them every day. Mm-hmm. We don't even be in the same circle. How do I let someone have that much power over me to say how they feel about me and I take that on? Well, I mean, I think the power comes from the fact that everything is online and there's no more real socializing. Kids aren't taught to socialize. They taught to text. They are taught to text. <laughs> they, they can't taught write to text. for nothing but can type. Now, you can't give, you can't even write me an autobiography. Not even type. They can thumb. thumb. 45 minutes, Child. 45 words a minute. You know what I mean? But I bet you they can win a thumb, a thumb wrestle. <laughs> Forget an arm. About All you need is your thumb you to qualify for thumb. this job. Okay. <laughs> about my thumb, my thumb wrestling skills on game. <laughs> Listen, I remember being at Machine in Boston and uh, in the fence at this world famous bar. 
and they, this guy sitting next to me, I'm used to going out and meeting people. Mm-hmm. And this person was like, hey, you got this app? And I was like, what the f- is an app? Like, what is this? And he's like, yo, it's, it's it, you can find other gay people on your phone. And I was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and he was like, nah, it was a white dude. And I was like, yo, that shit ain't real. And then he showed me on his phone and I was like, he's like, yo, this is about to be the next hottest thing. Like, it'll tell you within a hundred feet. And I was like, ah, whatever. That'll never sell. Here we are, 10, 12 years later and- It's popping. It's popping. And it's the only thing that's popping. Mm-hmm. To the point where if you try to talk to someone in public before hitting them up on Grinder, they think you're weird. They look just like- Like they, they ready to get a restraining order and stuff. I, I just I don't get it. I don't know how we moved to that place. And it is and it, that's another thing that's funny to me too. So, cause you know when we talk about the grinders and the the jacks and the A for A's of the world, right? So it's just like for some people, if I didn't physically have a conversation with you and you here, that doesn't mean you can physically talk to me in person. But it's just like if I see you in person, bitch, I wouldn't want to talk to you at all. Excuse me, like I wouldn't want to speak to you online mm-hmm. or in person. So. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's wrong with talking to someone? And I know we're talking about uh, body and spirit, but this has to do with it. Why Why do we want to close off our spirit to something that makes us feel good when we talk to people? We're, we're a species that needs the communication and needs the touch and the fellowship. So it's really tough when we're trying to figure out well, you know, why am I feeling so bad today? Well, it's because you ain't never talked to nobody in about a week. I mean, well, that usually happens because my thing is it always stems from people don't know how to communicate. Well, I don't care how good you look or if how your, many languages you speak. If your grammar rossity, <laughs> I said it. Now I'm going to say it again. If your oh, grammar rossity ain't on point. <laughs> And your educationally standards ain't on point. We definitely ain't got nothing to talk about, child. You can't even communicate with me at the bus stop or wait on the train. Trying to, <laughs> trying to catch the 69 going down the left on the pathway. Um, and ain't got nothing to do with being, like, having mad degrees. It's just about you being able to communicate how you feel. You know, being inadequate. Is that a word? I think that's a word. Inadequate. Inadequate, you know. <laughs> just being able to effectively speak if, you know, because people, people can't. And and it's not like they don't want to. I think people are scared. And but see, that's the thing. To be wrong, everything's so like it's so out there. It's so public, and there's never a space where being wrong doesn't equal being canceled. Mm -hmm. And like you just gotta give people the opportunity to fuck up. Fuck up. That's what the world is about. Wait, what's that song? Uh, what what is it called? It's an old song. I don't want to be right. What's the wrong or right? That's the same song. Who's seen that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't want to be wrong. If loving, loving you, you is wrong, wrong I don't, don't want to be right. right. <laughs> <laughs> loving you is wrong. I don't want to be right. That's the there we go. You know how we was raised right. That's how we know that song. That's because I know good music. I don't know this other stuff. Hey, man, I'm not going to lie. Cause every time I see you, I find some new music. Don't tell, don't tell people my music. Look, 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 look. I you want to know who's hot and popping. You better get this boy from the Midwest on your on your side. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. I just, you know, I'm very in tune to music. You know, I got a good ear. <laughs> not you the know. golden ear, not the good yeah, ear. Look, I don't like to read, <laughs> but I like to listen to lyrics. 
Hey. Because um, I'm I'm very a, a stern person when it comes to the pen. If you got a good writing skill, mm. honey, I love somebody that can write and can tell me a story. But sing it to me. Don't tell it to me. <laughs> For all you folks out there that can write, who love writing, that means don't stop. That means continue to express yourself even if people don't like you. Because look, the world does not exist without communication and its tools. So Exactly. Be great, damn it. That part. And also, you know, back to, you know, the whole physicality of things and we talking about spirituality and all of that good stuff. Um, don't mind my country swang tang. It's mm. all gonna make sense. But um but you know, like just being slender skin built, you know, sort of speak. Um, I don't know but like why people feel like Small is right and big is wrong. Um, can you hear me filling my glass up? Because we're about to go in right now. I need you to hear the gobble gobble from the bottle. Okay, hear, um, hear the clink clink clink. Yes. <laughs> um, I think it's so tough because um, being slender really stems back to one model in the 60s. And she was so tiny and it was never thought that you should be that tiny. It was unhealthy. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but she stormed the world with her beauty and made people remember that petite is beautiful. But because now designers are like, oh, I can do so much more. I can make so much more money when I use less fabric or yeah. promoting this that it then became a thing and then eating healthy became a thing because the, though the status quo began to learn about the body and being more educated but then skinny became what was in instead of what was healthy and so I think that that trickle down effect happened in many of our worlds and the other thing that we have to remember is that men are visual creatures oh, okay speak on and whether we are looking at a man or a woman we have certain things that we're attracted to. And this is a man's world, even though behind the scenes, women run everything. Exactly. So, um, but I think that the ideal of what immediately attracts people to something comes from that visual nature. Mm. And men are always saying, well, you know, I like this or I like that. And sometimes the one with money isn't always the one that's right. Yeah, that's because he's putting his insecurities off on other people. That is usually happening. Yes, so maybe that one with money that ran that industry said skinny is in. I don't know, yeah, but... You started talking. I was like, wait, is he talking about Betty, Betty Boo? <laughs> she, look, she's the only one that I know that plastic image. She's a cartoon character. And that was a black woman. That part, see. Hey. I'm just saying. Yeah, she's modeled after a you, black You woman. know, I just want them to know. So, I don't know. I, I recently learned... Um, in my work in fashion that how much people, especially our women, um, how much their body matters to them. And not just about being bigger, but women who are slender, who mm -hmm. are skinny, mm -hmm. considered skinny or petite. And uh, they will walk in wanting to be something else. Very curvaceous. Very curvaceous. And they don't look at me, even though they may be the ideal size, they still feel like they're not enough. And then I'll have meet a curvaceous woman 
and she will say, oh God, these double Ds or these Gs, let's right. talk about it. There's more than just a double D. Okay. God, if I could just get rid of these, I, you know, I can't fit into anything. No, no clothes are made for me. And I'm just like, do you realize that petite women literally die on tables to get what you have, uh-huh. but you don't, you're not taught to value it. And it's, it's just like this real weird, like, I don't know if the dichotomy is the wrong, is the right word or definitely some, somewhere along conundrum. I don't know. <laughs> One of them big old words. Yeah. Shout out to that part. Um, and speaking on that, you guys, uh, so we're going to take us a little quick break. Um, I hope you're enjoying the conversation that I'm having with Mr. Harry's Hardway here. Um, you know, just stay tuned and, you know, return back and kick your feet up and also come back with a glass of wine. You know, I'm just saying something to drink to listen to my crazy ass. Um, thank y'all for listening to Single Gate and we will see you soon. I don't know what made me think of McDonald's. Y'all don't judge me. Who's <laughs> <laughs> talking about? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for returning back to Singly Gay. And I'm your hostess with the mostest, Mr. Aquarius Kelly. And I'm still here chatting up with Mr. Harry's Hardaway. You know, we laughing and talking. Y'all, y'all can't see the look on his face, but he is really laughing. Because <laughs> right. I was going to say he laughing inside. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that I'm a good person, but right now I've kind of been a really bad podcast friend Ooh. because I just signed, is it even signed up? Is that even the word in 2020? Um, to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So if you have friends that aren't following this, yo, don't let them be like me. Tell them to go to Spotify, tell them to go to, you know, in their iPhones and shit and, you know, subscribe to Singly Gay. Look at look at that! My friend trying to do a plug. Child. I'm trying to make up for not following. <laughs> look, look, at singly gay podcast. <laughs> honesty is policy. Hey, you know I don't hey. get look. I don't get mad. I know everybody's not listening every day, or they catching every episode. And sometimes my my voice can be very annoying. I wouldn't want to hear me this shit. I can't. But what I'm saying is these jewels and diamonds that I'm dropping for y'all in this cold. Um, these episodes really mean a lot. This is for everybody. You know, anyone can learn from this. Hell, I even turned my cousin that used to be very homophobic and see he like gay people now. Just not all of them. Well. You know, so, you know, you can always create an ally. Ain't one at a time. With that. One at, look, baby steps. Baby steps. But for y'all, if y'all living in the Boston metro area, I would love for y'all to make it down uh, to, uh, what's the station, Sugar? <laughs> what's the area? I don't know the area, but I know all the buses Nubian, go there. Nubian Square. Come on, Nubian Square, baby. My, AKA Dudley Square. Right. Yes. Down Dudley. Come to Nubian Square. Mm-hmm. Spread all your blackness around. Cause we 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 all about the diaspora down there. Whether you're black, brown, yellow, whatever you want to call it. Child, if you if you very, very Afrocentric, 
and you love into like all African garments, Jamaican garments, Nigerian. I just want y'all to know. No, I just want y'all to make out some whole, stuff. We got a whole bunch of Korean family down That's there. Insane. Okay, it's a whole bunch of everything. Assalamu alaikum. You know, Habari Ghani. It's it's Kwanzaa. We got everybody down there. They got something for everybody, so don't think that it ain't for you. <laughs> so back to you know skinny versus big girls. I'm talking yes. smack. I'm talking smack. <laughs> But yeah, you we know. We were talking about how I was very cold when I lost weight before mm-hmm. because I didn't understand, you know, why all my friends would like, you know, size 34s, 32s would get out the car and be like, oh, it's so cold. And I'd be like, yo, man up, son. And I lost 40 pounds and I literally wanted to wear long johns everywhere in New England because I was so cold. I didn't understand. And my mind was looking in the mirror and be like, What's wrong with you? Why do you look like that? Because I'm so used to being a big boy that... So when you say big, like, in the waist of 40 plus? I was... My biggest was a 42. Oh, my God. Wait, yeah. you was a 42? Mm-hmm. My brain didn't see that. That was, like, just when I left, when I was in college, and then I slimmed down with the help of one of my besties. And I've gained back some weight, so now I'm back to, like, a 38, 40. So, in between. But that's still not bad, though. Because, I mean, it don't look it, but I'm 33, 34. Well, you know, I love it. Come on, you, you know, can pay the squeeze Shakira, now. You can pay the squeeze. Shakira, more Shakira, than a quota. Shakira said my hips don't lie. <laughs> Listen, I'm all thunder thigh. Yep. Let me just let you know. This is from South Carolina, a little bit of Texas. Uh, look, I'm from Indigenous De- is all thigh. I'm from Detroit, you know, where home cooking is his best. But my family's originally from Tennessee and Mississippi, so you just about to gather all the cornbread and ham hocks and dressing <laughs> with the turkey thighs and legs that I got over here. Well, I will say this. I am first-generation Yankee. The privilege of, of knowing my roots. Um, on, so I'm very Yankee. thankful, but... Uh, I don't do pork because I'm Muslim and I'm Christian and oh God is good. So I thank it. But um, hey, that cornbread, the grits, that everything. So now that you mentioned that question, because I know people be like, you know, they're into their spirituality, the things and things in that nature. Mm. Usually somebody will give you one, but you gave us two. I did. You got to explain that to the people. All right. So I'm. I might be what you consider uh, bicultural. Okay. Wait, that's really a thing, right? I think so. So you got to explain it to explain it to what bicultural is for them. It's like um, most of the time people think because you're born um, like maybe you're Spanish and Black American or West African and Italian. For me, culturally, there's Black culture. There's a Christian culture and there's a Muslim culture and they're both religions and then there's an entire following behind it. Um, And people often mistake culture versus religion when it comes to being Muslim. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand a lot of the dichotomies of it because they think that when they see things that this is automatically the religion. And you you gotta remember, even when people are Christian, The way people operate in Christendom (laughs) Mm. in Greece is totally different than in Spain. They might have the same saints, but their festivals are different. What they consider to be proper for their family or their dwellings is different. And um, same thing here. So my mom was Christian. My dad is Muslim, Sunni. And uh, 
My mom was Muslim for a little bit because she went to the Nation of Islam, but yeah. she converted back. I used to go there for the pies. No, no point intended. I did attend the service. Ain't I was a little wrong. younger, but I'm not gonna lie. No parents Listen, be good at the end of the service. Muhammad just want to make sure you fed well, okay? Bless the spirit, child. Yes, yes. Um, but I think that being that two, being raised in two different religions, much like you might have a Christian and a Jewish family, um, on both sides, they're like, "Oh, you can't be that." And I was like, "Well, I am, brother." And my brothers and I, we joke about being Muslims. Muslims and Christians, Muslims. Um, all I heard was mush, <laughs> mush. <laughs> Got a mush. But um, it, I think it makes me a better person because they're both Abrahamic religions, and uh, when you really start to look at the foundations of them, many there are many a similarity. I mean, yeah, no, that's totally understandable because that's why, like, I always tell people that. Um, even though when you meet me, I may not come off it like that because I'm so hood in a way. Um, but no, I grew up very heavily in church a lot. Like, I may not look like it on Facebook and Instagram, but y'all, I was in church seven days a week. Quiet robe look good on you, huh? Showed it every, you know, first Sunday, second, <laughs> uh, third to the holiday. Um, you know, I had to be part of uh, the youth choir, the adult choir. I had to do the camps. That was a lot. Look, people don't understand. Look, church I was is a, a junior trustee. Come uh, on now. What? Church is a lot of work. Head of the usher boy. That part. Because when I grew up, and this is crazy. That's why I was like, you know, people don't think that you can have like multiple religions. You can. So I grew up Christian, Baptist, and Catholic. Because I went to a Catholic school. That's the Spanish side. <laughs> <laughs> well. But, you know, I had some layers. And I, I feel like all of those religions taught me a lot. Um, I may not go to church heavenly now. I haven't in years. Um, due to my own personal reasons. I ain't even gonna get into that as a topic for another day. Different topic. But um but when you go off of what you well, learned Well no because we might, uh, right, we because get into I'm gonna right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. explain why. So you know people think that oh when you you know you heavily into the Lord and you're reading the Bible or there's certain scriptures and a little storybooks and things of that nature. It's a certain time you're supposed to do it. It's a certain day you're supposed to do it. It's only certain areas that you can praise him. As I've grown up, I've learned for myself, I can praise God anywhere. If I'm going to praise him in this parking lot, I'm praising him in this parking lot. Yes. If I'm in the car and I'm driving down the street, I'm about to praise him. Yes. If I'm at home and I'm cleaning and ain't got no clothes on, I'm going to praise him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm out at the penny candy store, mm-hmm. I'm going to praise him. Because you don't know at what point in your life or that time and space that your worship, your walking, your talking, your smiling, your anything could be a praise unto God. Because as I've been taught in both my mother who's Christian and my father who's Muslim, that God can take the shape of anything or can send an angel to uh, take someone and exactly. to... You never know if you're talking to an angel or if an angel is watching or if God is watching you. So, you know, you have to be your best in trying. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect, but at any point in time, your very being or breath that comes from your body could be a praise unto Allah or to God. Um, and just for those who don't know, because they think, oh, well, they don't think Jesus is God. Jesus is considered one of the most high prophets in all world history. Mm -hmm. And so Muslims understand that and they honor Jesus. 
they don't just don't think that he is the son of God. They right. believe everybody's right. the son and yeah. mother, uh, daughter of God. Mm-hmm. Son, and mother, and earth, and exactly. But do they respect and honor him? With they will not let you speak badly about Jesus in front of them. So you're not because if I remember correctly, of that particular quote, it's very disrespectful. Hmm. When it comes to the lines of that, you you if you want to talk, make it make sense. Because if it don't make sense, I've seen somebody get cussed out. Yes, because a Muslim will know. Okay. Do not disrespect the prophet, any prophet, let alone Jesus or Muhammad, because they read the Bible. Muslims mm-hmm. read the Bible, and they read the Quran, and they read the Torah. But yeah. the Torah is the same thing. Same thing. Um, so, uh, you know, it's it's important that you understand that. They are there, and they love you just the same. They just praise differently. Exactly. That's all. And so for all y'all listening, like I said, I grew up in the hood. Very hood. Um, I know y'all didn't know that I had a religious background, and I know some of this stuff. I don't know everything, but I know some of this stuff. (laughs) You know, because you got to remind people. People be like, because I've seen me being the personality that I am and having a bubbly love spirit. Like, I can love on people, but I fight you at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, people like... Child, you ain't never been to church in your life. You don't know nothing about that. And so if I'm walking through and I start doing hymns and I throw a gospel song at you, look at me like. <laughs> <laughs> how you know that? How you know that? How you know how that? You hold, know, on, hold, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. You, you ain't even, you, you, you in the right key and everything. Right, they like, you ain't been to church in a month of Sundays. How you know this song? I'm just like, I'm just cleaning it. I'm just It is what it is. You know, God is everywhere. That's how everywhere. I've been taught. That's but for, for a lot of us who are LGBT, Q, I A plus 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 and plus, I'll let you do that. Um, they um, don't or aren't have some of the foundation, but aren't given the right foundation of what God's love is, and yeah. so they don't get that opportunity to see that mm-hmm. you can be duplicitous in who you are but not need to be duplicitous in front of the Lord. Exactly. And so sometimes people think duplicitous is being fake or blasphemous or all those mm-hmm. different things. No, you are made to be different and have multiple sides. But in front of the Lord, he only sees one thing. Exactly. You have to be pure. You have to be respectful. Yes. It's, it's, it's a, that's how I tell people. When people are like, oh, I'm nice. I'm nice to everybody. Mm-mm. It's the limit to this shit. I am respectful. But Kelly, I seen you be... I respect for I'm gonna tell you why. What do they what do they teach you when you're young? To get respect, you gotta what? Give respect. So if I'm respecting you in a manner that I know that you should give back to me, and if you don't, I'm gonna take it. Sorry, but not sorry. You get what I'm saying? Yes, this is the conversation we started off with with I said I'm I'm a nice person and I like being nice. So I um, tend to turn the cheek a little bit more. Gulp as he sips. And um, I, you know, but doesn't mean I'm a pushover. Nobody's saying that. What I'm saying is, <laughs> let me let me tell y'all for all the people that's listening. Oh, because God. I need, I, need oh, y'all, God. I, need, I need y'all to know the difference. Nice is when you going on a date and you like, oh my God, he did everything that I expected him to. He put, he, you know, he showed up on time. He opened my car door. He opened the door for me. And that's nice. Okay. That is nice. (laughs) Respectful is me. 
Hi, how you doing? My name is Kelly. Da 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 da. Your name is what? Oh my god, like, okay, you know, tell me a little bit about you. Where I'm from here, I'm from there. This is great. Oh my god, you, you, what do you like? What you like? Because we vibing. You want a drink? I'm gonna get, yes. I'm gonna go get you a drink. Look at me. That was respectfully going to go get you a drink because I was going to get a cocktail. Yeah. And something connected us. Mm-hmm. I'm not nice. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> well, I do agree with some of the things you said. Mm-hmm. I think that. Forgiveness and mercy and grace is something that not all of us have been given. So when the opportunity presents itself, um, you know, sometimes hurt people hurt people because that's the level of communication. And that's the, that's, that's the true thing. Yeah, it is. But, you know, part of the reason of this conversation is about spirituality and access to God because... Mm-hmm. A lot of us have been shunned when we've been taught since we could remember that gay people were bad and evil and they shouldn't be shown God's love. But that's mm-hmm. not the truth. That's not the way God works. And so I think because of that, we continue to be hurt people who hurt people. And instead of having that conversation and being vulnerable about, hey, I just, I need a hug. I need to be spiritually connected. Come on, let's. Let's sing some hymns. Let's, you know, like, let's pray together. Um, it's, been seen, it's, it's seen as, excuse me, as, oh, why are you getting all churchy? Or, you mm-hmm. know, why are you, why are you doing this here or whatever? That's because people think that when you start getting churchy that you're judging them. And it's not, it's not like I'm not judging hey. them. I'm doing this because I want us to be at a place mm-hmm. where we have the space to appreciate and love on one another. Because I'm loving you like Jesus loved on me. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. So if Wait, I say it again. <laughs> say I'm it loving, again. I love it on you like Jesus is loving on me. So if I'm able to transcend that and let you understand that, I need you to take that all in wholeheartedly. However, yeah. we're going to go on another break, y'all. Cause mm, my friend, starting to get good. We starting to get good. Listen, get listen, listen. My, look, my friend is very appreciative of it. But y'all know when we come back, I love to play my favorite game. Tea and hot chocolate. Say what? Say tea. And hot chocolate out tea and hot chocolate gas. <laughs> you already know. Stay I don't cool. even know what's about to happen, but okay. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, y'all know that that is the people's favorite game, and it is what it is, baby. So stay tuned, and we see you in a short minute. here for the show during the break <laughs> we we gonna have to look, do some aftertakes or whatever you look, call them look the, the break is amazing that's what <laughs> that's why they're called breaks <laughs> um, <laughs> i want to thank everybody for returning back <laughs> to singly gay podcast um, singly gay yes singly gay you know yeah i have to let that be i am single. single are you, you single? single i'm very single hey i'm very single but i'm not mingling hallelujah thank you chief <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, we back up in this gig. Um, I would say that I know that I can live without love, but it doesn't mean I don't want it. So, I 
I'm singly gay. Child, I don't live but without, available. I don't live without love. I love myself every day. Okay, are we really gonna do this right now? I, I love me too. Oh, okay. Look, you gotta, you gotta tell them, y'all. You gotta be very specific. <laughs> <laughs> However, we back up in this gig. Are y'all ready to play tea and hot chocolate? Is a tea. Wait, what is this thing? I'm trying to get to that. All I keep right. saying I need to insert a backdrop. I need to find some type of music producer to create know. the whole tea and hot chocolate. Am I thing. chocolate? Some days, you know, I'd be on it, the light this, side depending on the flash. It's not about the skin complexion, baby. Oh, okay, it's all right. not. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, Mr. Harris does not know what's going on here. And this is oh, one of my boy. favorite games that I love to play. But also, y'all kind of got to blame him. He ain't really listening to the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> with tea and hot chocolate so I'm gonna ask you some questions mm-hmm. okay mm. um uh, so if you feel like it's factual it's tea it's high popping tea mm. it's very it's very hot in, in this evening room right oh boy right so if you don't feel where's like- my agent did we sign on for this <laughs> he already he paid, he paid he paid he paid for this episode child um but if you feel like that the question is non-factual. It's a it's a hot ratchet mess, child. It's just messy boots, you Ooh. know, like some bottoms. I know. However, well, I think I'm about to hear all the gossip about myself <laughs> right now because these questions is definitely from the street. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's, it's, it's hot chocolate. Mm. Now, 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 I do recommend. It can be a 50-50, I guess. Mm, I don't really care for 50-50. I don't care for 50 Well, every stereotype comes from something true. That part. However, you can you can make it into hot chocolate. You know, very hot tea if you can. Make it very truthful as much with all the educational and knowledge background that you have, Mr. Man. Okay? Well, what if you involved? Is that, you know... Oh, mm-mm. Gotta step on that. <laughs> it's not hot. It's mm. not tea. It's not hot chocolate. What is it? Stop moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> oh child tea and hot chocolate you ready well. for this you ready so question number one do spirituality and the physical body separates us as people mm. does the spiritual spirituality and the physical body separate us as people um for Someone who I'm gonna, um, this is T, because I think that there shouldn't be anything messy about this because both of them should run congruent. Um, I think that if, you, if you're Christian or Muslim, or it's, it's hard to understand spirituality based on how people have said it, but uh, the body is just in a casing or something that holds the spirit, as they call it, temple. As the temple, yes, that the that the spirit resides in, and God has breathed breath into, so the spirit can exist in this plane. Um, I think that it shouldn't separate us. I think that because of the world that we live in, and our own um, apprehensions to being to existing and who we are, we separate them because it's not always cool. Or let me say this: there are plenty of people out there that have gifts that God has given them, um, are able to see and hear and feel and touch things that others can't. And because they don't understand what they're able to do, don't understand where it comes from, then 
they themselves separate the body and the spirit. And so we need to be more uh, open to understanding that we're not just one thing. And many of the religions that people are a part of even say that. But I don't want it to get too religious. I myself have been raised in religion, but I'm a spiritual person. Because I understand that religion is a man-made thing for us to understand and have a path to God. But it is not the only path. Once you have learned the discipline and the understanding about God, then you begin to have a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior, if you want to call Mm -hmm. him, with Allah, with your creator. And we must remember not to uh, distance ourselves from that purpose and responsibility that it's not a man or a woman who is leading us to be exact. It's our own purpose that drives us to find what we should be. Come, you had a step on that. Well, you better say it. You took me all the way, way, way back in my kid, <laughs> child. I can't. That was that. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all could see me, Tom, <laughs> I, I almost got up and started shouting in this kitchen. <laughs> Just want you to know what I was going to do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Next. I question. just hope I get them little communion wafers for dessert after this wine. A child. That might have been a little sacrilegious. Yeah, but them things exactly. are so good. good. They're so they really good. good though. Oh they, you know a lot of people don't know about them. I know, but the food they bank, they, they should really have those on reserve. <laughs> Yes. They should. Yes, they should. <laughs> they should. I need a blessing. Adios, hallelujah. <laughs> Child, just made me hungry and I already ate. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Uh, Next question. Tea and hot chocolate. Mm. I'm nervous. How did physical looks become important than the personality of someone? Ah. Man. Is this is this Old Testament or New Testament? Child, they sound like both to me. Because <laughs> I was about to say the devil. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. That's uh, that's not true. Um, it's always been something. I think it is a little hot chocolate because it's messy. Very messy. Very messy. <laughs> um, but I think that it's easier to see upon someone's looks and decide whether they're worthy rather than take the time to get to know their personality mm-hmm. because we we can't forget that a reality is that the way someone we're judged by our first impression and oh so lustfulness is what you're saying no no um, no no. I, I don't know what you mean but um, um we perceive people based on what how we receive the information they're giving us whether it's their looks their speech their walk their talk their everything their sex their sex or their sexuality that we perceive to be true. Okay. I'm sitting here with my thumbs painted black and the rest of my fingers aren't. But if someone were to see my thumb, they, oh, he's a flaming faggot or he's not that masculine. But, you know, there's a reason for why I do it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, here's the thing. It's easier for us to cast something on someone else to deflect from what it is that we're fighting with. Speak and on it. If we take the time to get to know someone's personality, they're not doing that. They're not. Uh-uh. But you—that's what you want someone to do with you. 
And Say it again. That's what was, you want someone to was, do. Was with that you. a word? Because it sounded like it's Sunday. <laughs> I've been there when I've been like, oh, I don't really like them guys as partners. But I've been there where I've, I, they asked me on a date and. He'll do I the went. date, but he never call you back. Mm-mm. I went. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. I went, and I literally was attracted to that person, but not to the point where it made my heart speak or. Made it kind of go boop, zoop, Yeah, but it it opened it opened me up to hey, I can do this. Yeah, and then I like you know it just opened my eyes, and I'm masculine and feminine. I, I can I can put on for my city. I ain't got but, time. Um, I'm a, look, I'm a lesbian. I'm not giving that, <laughs> I ain't giving that much of a breakdown. Oh, I said man. this before in one of my other episodes. I'm a lesbian, okay? Don't ask me no questions. I'm grown. <laughs> if you want to know, if you want to know what I do and how I do it, compare some of these bills, okay? Well, I've realized that I acknowledge that I'm a two spirit and in indigenous uh, culture and religion. Mm, um, indigenous and religion. I am both male and female spiritually. Physically, I recognize myself. That's another topic for man, another day. But that's what I'm just saying. So, so a lot of people don't know that. They don't. They don't know all about. Because you know they're gonna ask questions. Then they is. You when you get into this group, you make sure you can explain. Because I'm not explaining nothing. Well, I'll just say this. I'm on my own journey. Oh. And I acknowledge that. I don't say I'm perfect in Boom. any way. Uh-huh. And I welcome you to teach me on my journey because I'm, I'm I'm willing to be taught. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Next topic. Next, next question, child. Oof, that was a lot of hot chocolate. Next time, I'm bringing marshmallows, child. I need the buffer. Uh-uh. Just bring the graham crackers. Hey. Oh, that's all. They don't know nothing about that. I'm not even look. Listen, that's that, look. Boy, that's, that's that southern boy, thing. Boy. I ain't going into that now. Y'all not going to get me. Look at here. Um, mm. So next question, okay? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fix my girls. I'm not, I'm not as light as I used to be. <laughs> I can't. Okay, we should do this over a pot of grits next time. We should do so this. I need. My, we just had, we just had some grits. Uh, I can do it again. No, okay, 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 okay. Right with, yes, with the sausages. Let's do, yes, yes, let's yes, do. Okay, okay. okay. All right, so next question. Do you think labels were meant to divide the gay community? Tia Hot Chocolate. Damn. Child, if y'all can see this face, he look like he's sweating and he ain't even in jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord. Okay. So, I, I think it's a little bit of both. Do you want to take a sip? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to say that? Okay. So as I've learned from my elders in the gay community, I think some of the labels came with, it was always an issue of being feminine because they're the ones that are born feminine and they can't change how they are. So they walk that way and they talk that way and they are. And so the easiest ones to pick off in the group. Definitely. But there's more than just that label, as we all know, who are gay. I know masculine gay. Who are, look, sometimes they're the worst ones. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, it used to be that you wore a different handkerchief in your back pocket. Boom. Or around your neck. Or a certain color on a certain day at a certain time of the day. Mm -hmm. Matched with, there used to be a gay language. 
that a lot of people don't know, but it was universal when you said certain things. Mm-hmm. So based on that, you found who you were into. You didn't have to search because remember, everything was in secret. Woo. So those, I think, my from my own understanding as best I can explain, because that's what words are, mm-hmm. trying to describe emotions. And not disrespect anyone because it's right. not what this is for. Because I don't. And if someone's out there and they can teach us, please be on the next episode and teach us. But exactly. I think that those labels were a way for us to identify and create unity. But then once we were able to be outside our own kingdom, mm-hmm. those labels became a way that in mainstream heterosexual society uh, or the gay society that was that was able to be accepted there we go. That's all. Yes, about. yes. On. That mm-hmm. could be accepted. That those labels became a hierarchy, mm-hmm. and the ones that could be accepted, or the heterosexuals that were at the top, deemed these lesser qualities as undesirable. So I think that that's how, possibly, possibly, understand me, possible, possiblemente. Yeah. Want you to get it correct? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Um. That that's how it happened. No, that's totally understandable. <laughs> I'm done with you. So okay, okay, let's do this. Let's do it. So okay, we got last, we got a couple more minutes. We, we gotta, gotta get through these. Right. So we got last, a couple more minutes. Our last and final question. Mm, look at that accent come out, boo. That part. Do it. Bless your heart. Thank you. Shout out to all my Texans, Louisiana and Mississippi with the dash of Alabama. Come through Carolinas. That part. San Antonio. I used to live in, in Charlotte. Shout out to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. That, was, that was my home at one point. Mm. Um, so last question. Can you be yourself and respect your spirituality? Look at that. He had to take a sip and I had to ask for it. Come on, liquid courage. Um. So, yes. But has it been a walk, a talk, a journey, a, a uh, revelation? Okay. It's been a moment of insecurity at times. And even for my own mama to remind me that being who I am is okay. And that, yes, you can be who you are. And... Be spiritual and be close to God. So, so you say that, that's T, baby. That's, that's T. So um, I will just say this out there. I, again, you know, I was raised Muslim and Christian. Mm-hmm. And I, when I came out, I thought it was the end of the world. And I was raised in the church. Charles Street AME Church. Ooh. The historic. And I will tell you that they did right by me. Okay. They, before I came out, it was just such a supportive place uh, of African-American culture. And my big mamas to my aunties to my, my uncles and father this. and Okay. I, I, I appreciated it. One thing more that I appreciated was the uh, humbleness of my pastor. Who, uh, his name, Pastor Groover, Charles Street Amy Church. Who, when I came out... He knew something was wrong and I had called because my faith in God, which, you know, to this day, I love God, have faith, always respect. 
but I needed to talk to my pastor. And I came out and I told him, and when I came to, I asked for a meeting and I sat with him and uh, I told him, I, I burst out crying. And of course, you know, he already knew mm-hmm. since I was a little kid. Right. Um, but I told him and I just was so apologetic and so sorry. And the love in his heart for God told me that it was okay and that God loved me. I'll tell you, that man saved my life that day. He was being used. And he told me that it was okay that God created me that way and God didn't hate gay people. I think I probably would have had a different experience with my own spirituality had I not had God not used him to give me grace. And so I will say this. Do not let anyone else define who God is for you. Because everyone has a purpose on this earth or in this plane. If you are a very spiritual person and understand that there are more than one plane and God created more than just human beings. There are many spirits and different uh, beings. That yes, there are certain things in the Bible that are said and written, but please understand that the translations of the Bible are not necessarily right. And that the one that tells you, the one that lays with man, it wasn't just about laying with man. It was originally about pedophilia. And so don't let's, you know, even the word homosexual was inserted into the Bible in the 1940s by someone, some rich person who wanted it put there. And they started making Bibles based off of that with that word. Understand that God created all living creatures, whether they be of animal species or humans and that there is a purpose for you on this earth and with your spirit you have to live that purpose we are here to praise god whoever you want that name is that you call god or your creator you know god has many names and there are many religions just know that you can be who you are and there is a very big history um and for me i say listen (laughs) You can believe what you want to believe, but I'm still going to love you in God's name, but you will respect me. You don't have to like me back, but respect as a human being is something that I don't, uh, I don't excuse. It is demanded. So the T is that yes, just because you're LGBTQ plus, thank you, um, doesn't mean that your spirit doesn't exist and that it's not connected to God and that you don't deserve to know what that connection feels like because it is eye-opening and it is a revelation of your power and your gifts. So love yourself. And even when you feel like you're, you're a hurt person who's hurting other people, recognize it because it's pain. And until we talk about that pain, we're going to continue to hurt each other. Just love each other. Know that each day, even when someone's hurting you, you can give them grace and mercy and forgive them. And move on and be the example. And be why they come back to you and say, why, why did you still treat me so well even though I treated you bad? It's because that's your spirit. And there's nothing wrong with being good, with being uh, a righteous person. Because being righteous isn't a bad thing. Come on, it's man. when it becomes prideful. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to be who you are. 
and love people no matter who they are. Remember, Jesus was a Jew, but many of us are Christians. So you can't hate Jewish people and you can't hate Muslims because Isaac and Ishmael came from Abraham. So we are all one. And even if they're not Abrahamic religions, God made us to be of multiplicity and multiple languages in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean they don't know God. Exactly. They just have to see it in you. They better see it in you. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, you guys. Um, once I want to thank again for Mr. Harry's Hardaway playing our tea and hot chocolate game because it was so amazing, y'all. He was so nervous about these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was over here like, Oh, no. <laughs> um, but I want to thank everyone that was able to tune in tonight and listen to this episode about spirituality and physically not in tuned with thyself um, or anyone for that matter. Um, I hope that this was an educational moment for everyone. I hope this was just something that, you know, just kind of lifted your eyebrow a little bit and made you think like, bitch, say wait, what's the one minute? Um, <laughs> um, you know, Mr. Harris, if you want to plug any of your social medias and how to people follow you, you know, let them know about your store, send them there, whatever. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, so I have the privilege of being on here and I'm thankful to Kelly, Aquarius Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my family and I have had a store, a clothing boutique called Final Touch with Class. You can catch us at finaltouchwithclass.com, just the way it sounds, or on Insta. You can get us at Final Touch Boutique. And uh, we've got lots of men and women's clothing, uh, mostly women, but we're coming for you in 2021. Guys, we got you. Um, And African garb, accessories, all kinds of stuff. So we're right in Nubian Square. We, uh, you know, shout out Roxbury, the heart of Boston. And uh, we just love you guys for all the support that you give us already. And for this wonderful guy over here, <laughs> what I let me plug him again, sure. you know, because I'm singly gay, singly gay, singly gay, singly, honey. And where can we catch you on Spotify? And who will shout out me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, Google Podcasts, mm. I'm on Radio Podcasts, <laughs> you know. But um, this is know, what we do this when, what we do. when we're you black and brown you, okay? people, people and you support your culture, exactly. It's no problem to big up somebody else. Never a problem. But just make sure you support them as well. Exactly. And I want to thank you guys for listening tonight. This um, episode has been truly amazing. And I know it was probably longer than what I expected. But hey, this was good. You were supposed to listen to it. And y'all already know how I already do and turn it out and how I end the show. You know what I say. If you can't kiki with your Judy's, then who can you kiki with? Um, this has been amazing. <laughs> so thank you guys for um, listening to Singly Gay Podcast. And I love you guys. The Grace Kelly out. Night.